Good morning, West Coast. Good afternoon, East Coast. And we're back for week six. I can't believe it's week six already for your Sunday NFL fantasy NFL today show. Fids has the day off. You know, he's out gallivanting. He's on vacation currently, but I'm here with Steve. Steve, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Uh, excited for another week of NFL action. Uh, ready to get these start sick questions in here so uh, we can try to help fantasy managers get another win. Absolutely. We've been rolling here too, but today, as I mentioned earlier, just a second ago, that Fitz is not here. So we are not going to be doing, you know, betting and wagering advice. That's his forte. We are here to talk, start, and sit. So I had a ton of Twitter questions. So um, as we get people rolling in here on the live show, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to answer some of these Twitter questions uh, for you guys here on the show. And Steve, obviously, you're going to chime in with your advice as well. So the first question comes from NBA D Will 21. And he asks, Who would you rather start? We have start two full PPR. Ze uh, Zeke, Jeff Wilson, Pollard, or Dobbins? I'll ask it again. Start two, full point PPR. Zeke, Jeff Will Jeff Wilson, Pollard, or Dobbins? Who you got there? You know, um, I definitely would go with Jeff Wilson as one of them. I don't, I'm not a, as big of a fan as I was last week with Tyrion Davis price back, but out of those four, uh, I definitely think that he's a play um, could easily have another hundred rush yard game um, with a little bit of involvement in the passing game. Uh, and then the others were um, the two Dallas backs yep, and, and Dobbins and Dobbins. Um Oof, that's a tough one. I think I'm going to go with one of the Dallas backs, and I would go with Pollard for the upside, and I would go with Elliott for the floor, depending on what you're looking for. Um, th those would be my options. I'd, I'd be a little bit nervous to start to start Dobbins against the Giants. Yeah, and I have to I have to agree that Jeff Wilson for sure is the first guy that I would obviously start out of those four, and then I'm actually going to go Dobbins. I, I kind of want to stay away from that Dallas run game against a very very good Eagles defense. Um, you know, it's a conference conference game. These guys are rivals. Those defenses are going to be all amped up. I don't think the Eagles are very scared of the passing game uh, in Dallas with Dak sitting again. So I'm going to actually go Jeff Wilson and Dobbins here. Um, if I were to start one of the Cowboys, I think I would absolutely go Pollard here just because of that big playability, like Steve had mentioned. I think if he if you get any points in that run game, it's going to be a big pop, a screen pass, or something from Pollard. So I would stay away from Zeke. And I would suggest going Jeff Wilson and Dobbins there. So we do agree there. Besides, I'm going Dobbins and, and Steve's going Pollard. Question two comes from at Johnny Utah in Connecticut town. Stand up. His question is Slayton or Noah Brown, 14-team PPR flex spot. Slayton or Noah Brown. I'm, I'm going Slayton here versus Baltimore. Um, Baltimore has given up the third most fantasy points to wide receivers this year. If the Giants want to compete in this game, I do think they're going to have to put up some points. Baltimore is really going to focus on stopping Saquon just like every other team does. I think Slayton came on last week. He has a rapport with Daniel Jones, and I think that continues here. And definitely in a 14-team PPR, I am suggesting Slayton over Noah Brown. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you there. I'd go with Slayton over Brown. Um, the Giants don't have uh, many pass catchers. That are that are a threat to Slayton, uh, especially in terms of PPR. So I would rather have him than than a piece of the Dallas offense not named CD Lamb. 
Yeah, and Noah Brown's kind of been non-existent since you know um, what's his name came back. Uh, Gallup has come back into that into the fold. So I would not start um, Noah Brown there. Give me Slayton all day. Another question from Johnny Utah. He has to dump one player: Skymore, Disley, or Conklin. Uh, he's got to pick up a, a defense, and it's a fourteen-team PPR. And he currently has Higby at tight end. Um, I'm probably going to lean towards dropping Disley here. He's very touchdown dependent. Um, you know, he's only caught four or more balls in one game all season, which then relies on that touchdown dependency, like I just mentioned. You could probably even pick him back up after the waiver wire ends. I wouldn't drop Sky more. Um, Kansas City seems to want to get him involved, and I think he will get more and more involved as we move forward. I would hold him, and I would hold Conklin. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Drop Disley. Like uh, you said, JP, he'll likely be back on the waiver wire if you wanted to pick him up or needed to pick him up for a matchup in the future. You already got two other tight ends, so he's the one to drop. Moore has much higher upside. So, Yeah, definitely, especially in 14-team, right? You always want to keep that upside on your bench. I know Sky Moore hasn't been heavily involved, but his upside is a lot higher than the other tight ends in which you have mentioned. So definitely drop T Disley there. All right, next question is from Arson Kits, Kits at Arson underscore Kits. I'm having a hard time deciding on what two to start, Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, or Eno Benjamin. All right, so this is actually a really good problem to have. I like all three of these running backs. I would definitely keep Brees Hall in your lineup at all costs. Um, he's just shown he's getting better and better and better as the season rolls along. The Jets are relying on him more and more and more, as they should. He got two touchdowns vultured from him last week from Michael Carter. If those touchdowns weren't vultured for him, we're looking at 40-plus fantasy points last week. So Brees Hall should never leave your lineup, in my opinion. And I'm actually going to go Eno Benjamin over Kenneth Walker here. And I think my reasoning is pretty simple. They play Seattle. They're playing each other. And Eno Benjamin is going against the sixth. Uh, the Seattle's given up the six most points to running backs this season. I know Eno Benjamin is not your prototypical running back. He only had eight carries last week, but he's literally the only running back left on that roster. He's going to get the ball this week. He's going to get a crap run defense in Seattle. So I'd rather take a chance on Eno here. Obviously, season long wise, Kenneth Walker is obviously the guy to own, but Arizona is actually pretty good against the run. They've given up the 12th fewest points to running back. So I think this week, because of the depth issues that Arizona has at running back, give me Eno Benjamin to start over Kenneth Walker. Yeah, uh, I'm actually going to disagree. I'm going to go with Kenneth Walker. Uh, mm -hmm. I agree with you on Brees Hall. No-brainer every yeah. week start. Uh, reason I'm going um, Kenneth Walker over Eno is uh, I believe Daryl Williams is still in the backfield conversation for the Cardinals, and he's healthy this week. Uh, so I, I – I, do you think that Daryl Williams has a shot of vulturing some work from Eno? Um, and I'd rather have uh, Kenneth Walker in that context. Uh, he is out. Daryl Williams is out. Daryl Williams is out. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, if Daryl Williams is out, I think it's a lot closer, like you yeah. said. I mean, yeah. then the Cardinals really have no other backs. Uh, I'm still going to lean Walker for the upside, but I understand if you wanted to perhaps have a little bit of a safer floor, maybe Eno Benjamin would be the move there. DJ Dallas doesn't scare me in the Seattle backfield as a complimentary back to Walker. And I think he has um, a, a more propensity for big plays. So mm -hmm. uh, if you really want the big plays, if you need, 
let's say you played somebody in the Thursday night game and, you know, most players that played in that game disappointed. Uh, so you need some points on the board. I'd go Walker. Uh, but I do like your point on, you know, Benjamin, especially with Daryl Williams out. Yep. And, and Walker's a fan. I mean, if you were lucky enough to have Walker on your roster and or pick him up off of waivers, you know, that's an awesome, awesome pick. I think he's going to be very good as the season rolls along. But just this week, my, my mindset goes to Eno Benjamin is just going against, like I said, the sixth worst defense against running backs this year in terms of fantasy. So I like his upside there. And uh, on your Walker comment, I feel like there's like a lesson to be learned there with uh, with drafting players that, you know, don't have uh, great roles to start the season. And a lot of people, you know, you might want to stay away from that and wait until a player pops off and then try to trade for them right. or wait a few weeks and then try to trade for Kenneth Walker, even when Rashad Penny was healthy. Um, whereas if you do draft a guy like Kenneth Walker during your draft, you definitely do not want to drop him over the first like five, six weeks of, uh, fantasy football. It puts your team in a tough spot because you have to hold a bench player, um, uh, for that long. So you have to know that during draft season, I feel like there is a, a definite lesson to be learned there, um, with Kenneth Walker and a lot of other backs who, uh, perhaps didn't have a great pathway to fantasy relevance early on, but yep. if you drafted them, you have to hold them uh, yep. for explosions like this. Well, let's let's even let's let's talk even further on that. Right, news has been breaking that Christian McCaffrey's on the trading block right now for for Carolina. Deontay Foreman, right? If you drafted CMC, you probably drafted Deontay Foreman because you needed his handcuff. If you've dropped Deontay Foreman, I highly suggest going to go pick him back up because if CMC gets traded. It's Deontay Foreman or Chuba, Hub Chuba Hubbard who could jump in and be 100% fantasy relevant moving forward for the Carolina Panthers. So if any of those two guys are on your waiver wire, I leaned heavily towards Deontay Foreman over Hubbard. But if one of those two guys are available, I highly suggest running right now and grabbing them because if CMC is gone, Carolina's in a full tank mode and they're going to just not really care about score. They're not going to worry about keeping up with teams in terms of, oh, we're going to have to throw the ball now. So they're going to be run, 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 run. And I think Deontay Foreman is going to have running back to um, uh, fantasy upside if CMC gets traded. So that's just another example, right? Hold on to these running back twos, especially in what we're seeing this, this year is running back, you know, Jonathan Taylor, for example, he has busted thus far. Um, so make sure you have that running back depth on your lineup. All right, next question comes from at Boss Levy. This is one of my buddies and, and my arch rival in terms of my home fantasy league. Uh, we're both struggling this year, so he he comments, you know, I'm struggling in our home league. He's got Dobbins or uh, Deion Jackson. We need to pick one from Dobbins or Deion Jackson. Deion Jackson has now stepped into the running back one role in Indianapolis. Um, So my gut is telling me Dobbins, but my brain is telling me Deion Jackson. Um. You know, I firmly believe that the Ravens need to get their running backs going. Um, Lamar Jackson cannot continue to do what he's doing. He he may, but to keep him healthy, they need to get that running game going in terms of the running backs. However, the Giants defense, you know, have given up the 10th fewest fantasy points to running backs this year. So it's not going to be an easy day for Dobbins. And then on the flip side, um, Deion Jackson had 13 carries last week for 63 yards, and he now faces a Jacksonville Jaguars defense that's given up the eighth most fantasy points to running backs. I, I'm going to go with my brain on this one, and I think I'm going to start Jackson over Dobbins in a full-point PPR. 
Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, it's it's a little strange to be talking about starting Deion Jackson over mm -hmm. J.K. Dobbins, which is why your gut is telling you to go Dobbins. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I, yeah, uh, Deion Jackson looked really good last week. I don't think Philip Philip Lindsay is much competition uh, there for him, so I think he's the number one back, which surprised me last week, honestly. Um, but, uh, yeah, after a week of sample size that we saw with a, a similar situation this week against a Jags team that, like you said, gives up eighth most, uh, fantasy points to opposing running backs, I'd go Jackson over Dobbins, but I do think it's, it's not a, uh, no brainer right. Jackson over Dobbins. Yeah. And we also got to think of like, what does a team want to do? Right. Indianapolis without Jonathan Taylor still needs to run the football. That offensive line is not protecting Matt Ryan whatsoever. So if they start passing all game long, defensive line is going to have their ears pinned back and they're just going to try to get sack after sack after sack on Matt Ryan. So they're going to want to continue to run the ball. And I think Jackson is the play there in Indianapolis over Philip Lindsay. The second part of that question is we need to pick one Myers, DJ Moore, Zay Jones, or Dobbins or, uh, Deion Jackson. Let's just focus on the wide receivers there. So we got Myers, Moore, or Zay Jones. Um, I, I think we don't need to overthink this one. I'm going to go Myers. Um, when Myers is active, he's got 10, 18, and 24 fantasy points in full point PPR leagues. I thought about Zay Jones for a second, and I thought about DJ Moore also for a second because I don't mind DJ Moore this week because I think they're going to want to pepper him to keep him happy. The names that have been released on the trading block do not include DJ Moore. So I think they want to keep him happy. Um, and PJ Walker did come out and say, what am I going to do this week? I'm going to get the playmakers the ball. And DJ Moore is obviously their second best playmaker after CMC. So I thought about DJ Moore here, but I'm going to stick to what has been working in New England, and that's Jacoby Myers. Yeah, uh, Jacoby Myers is the safest option. I agree with you. Don't overthink it. Um, I have DJ Moore in a couple spots, and I just can't seem to to give him mm -hmm. up, uh, even though he's been extremely disappointing. I like what you're saying there, and I, I really am curious to see, you know, the first week with the Panthers post Matt Rule, but without uh, without even having any evidence uh, to go off of. Right. If you have the option of putting Myers, it's a no brainer. You put Myers in. Um, I I hope that Moore gets peppered with targets. I really do because I have a lot of stock in him. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's been a really, really disappointing year. Yeah, and, and he was a swing and a miss for me, too, as well. I thought, you know, I thought he was going to have a good year. He's played well with crappy quarterbacks his, almost his entire career. I just don't understand what they are doing with him in terms of the offensive philosophy. It just doesn't make sense. Um, but we do have another question from David Williams on our chat. It involves DJ Moore, so let's go ahead and answer that for him right now. Uh, Zay Jones, Kyle Pitts, ugh, or DJ Moore in a full-point PPR. Um, we need to pick two. I'll, I'll let you go first because I, I think you know where I want to go with this one, um, but I'll let you go first. Zay Jones, Kyle Pitts, DJ Moore, full PPR, pick two. Oof. Okay. Um, well, I'm a little biased here, and like I said, I'm going to go back to the well. Uh, I'm doing yeah. it myself in a league or in a couple leagues. I'm going with DJ Moore in my starting lineup, and I think out of those three, I would play him. Uh, because of what you're saying there, obviously we we don't have a great uh, track record so far this season, but um, the guy has been fantastic. Baker Mayfield looked horrendous as a yep. starter in Carolina. He looked like the worst quarterback that DJ Moore has ever played with, even though 
before the season, people thought the exact opposite was going to happen. Baker definitely was not able to unlock DJ Moore. I, I would play him. Um, in terms of the other two guys, um, I, 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 I think I'm going to go with Zay Jones. I just I can't trust Kyle Pitts and the Falcons' offense right now um, as much as I'd like to. So I'd rather get a get a piece um, of uh, the good offense that Zay Jones plays for and pick him up. Uh, so I'd go Jones and Moore there. Yeah, I, I think DJ Moore is. I agree with that. I, just like we mentioned before, I think he's going to get peppered even in a screen game, something like that. He's going to get PPR points this week. And then we have Zay Jones or Kyle Pitts. All right, for those of you that have listened to me before, I was very high on Kyle Pitts, and I absolutely swung and missed thus far with Kyle Pitts. My heart is still with Kyle Pitts, and I want Kyle Pitts to do very, very well, but I can't trust him this week in terms of in a flex spot. I'm going to go Zay Jones over Kyle Pitts in the flex spot. Now, at tight end, if we're talking strictly tight end and you have Kyle Pitts and let's just say, you know, a Disley, a Conklin, or somebody like that, you're going to want to go with the upside of Kyle Pitts in the tight end position. But in terms of the flex the Jacksonville Jaguars need to get that offense rolling again, and I think Zay Jones is kind of um, him and, and Christian Kirk are the key to that offense in terms of the passing game. So I think Zay Jones does get involved here over in terms of points-wise over Kyle Pitts. But in the tight end spot, I'm going to roll with Kyle Pitts once again, and I am praying to the fantasy gods, please, Kyle Pitts, do something. Wake up and do something. Um Otten, like I mentioned last week, I was hot on Otten last week, and he did very well for me last week, but I'm benching him for Kyle Pitts this week. So give me DJ Moore and Zay Jones there, Dave. All right, we got another one. Alec Pierce, breakout game this week for the Indianapolis Colts. I think Alex Pierce's breakout came last week. Um, I, 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 I was high on Alec Pierce before the season started in terms of drafting Alec Pierce. In Cincinnati, he was the big play guy, and that's what Indianapolis needed. They needed a big play guy to bust the defense, to cover the top off the defenses. Um, do I play Alec Pierce this, this week? I, I am playing Alec Pierce this week, um, but I do think Pittman needs to get more involved, and I think they know that too, as being the Indianapolis Colts. He is an elite wide receiver, but in terms of Alec Pierce, Big play guy, could catch a couple of deep passes this week. So if you have Alec Pierce and you're debating on you know, Alec Pierce, and let's throw this out there, Zay Jones or DJ Moore, um, I'm probably going to go Alec Pierce because of his upside. So is it breakout game for Alec Pierce? I think his breakout came last week as we saw that he was heavily targeted in the waiver wire pickups this week. Um, so there's there's my, my advice for Alec Pierce. I think he's a big playability. He will disappear at times, but I like Alec Pierce. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to know who your other options are there um, mm -hmm. if you're looking for a start sit question. So if you could pop that into the chat, um, then we could definitely take a look to see if uh, we would prefer Alec Pierce over uh, potential other options you have sitting on your bench. Um, but uh, yeah, I agree with you. I, I, I think the Colts have to get Michael Pittman more involved. Yep. Um, and so I, I see them doing that this week against the Jags. And, his, and Dave's second first tight end is Travis Kelsey. Yeah, that's an absolute no-brainer, right? Uh, that's pretty impressive that you got both Kelsey and Pitts for during draft season. I mean, they're both what tight ends one and three or two and three, whatever you want to look at it. So let's hope for your sake, Pitts turns it around. Then you could sell him if he busts, if he explodes for one week, Dave. I highly suggest just trading him because you already have Travis Kelsey and everyone's looking for a tight end. So wait well, for on that game. note, on that note, what do you think about uh, David trying to shop uh, Travis Kelsey? 
because you could get way more for Kelsey than you could. Yeah, but my, my 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 outlook on that is is Pitts's big breakout game an outlier for the rest of the season? Like, is he going to continue that trend or is he going to disappear again? I just don't trust the play calling in Atlanta. Um, I think if his big game comes, it's going to come on like a two touchdown type type game instead of like an eight catch type game, ten catch type game. Um, so I would I, I hate trading Travis Kelsey. I think Kelsey's such an asset to have. Um, you can kind of plug and play. Like it seems like he's doing at wide receiver and at his flex spot. Um, I would hold Kelsey at all costs, but that's just me. All right. Next question comes from Crypto Cryptononymous. Cryptononymous. He asks half PPR pick three, Travis Etienne, Deion Jackson, George Pickens, and again DJ Moore. Pick three, Travis Etienne, Deion Jackson, George Pickens, or DJ Moore. I'm going to stick with the Deion Jackson. I'm going to stick in with him, especially in a half point PPR. I'd rather have that running back out of those um, four guys. And I'm going to go Pickens here. I'm going to go Pickens over ETN and DJ Moore. I think the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers are going to have extreme issues running the ball against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which every team tends to have against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They are unbelievable against the run. So I think Pittsburgh is going to have to throw the ball. Um, it has shown that Pickett loves to throw to Pickens. So I think Pickens, again, has something like a six-catch type game. Um, Travis Etienne has been coming along. Do not get me wrong. I like Travis Etienne moving forward, but he still has to fight off Robinson on a week-to-week basis, and he just hasn't beaten him just yet. He looked better than he did uh, last week in terms of Robinson versus Etienne. But again, I want to go with Pickens in a game where we know Pittsburgh's going to have to throw a ton. So give me Deion Jackson and George Pickens here. Uh, Who was the fourth guy out of that? Uh, It was DJ Moore. So DJ we got Moore. E- okay, yeah, yeah. ETN, Jackson, Pickens, DJ Moore. I, I, I'm, I'm lockstep with you there. I, I kind of want to go ETN over Pickens um, yeah. just because I could see them going back to Deontay Johnson as the number one guy in the receiving game this week after a couple of weeks with Pickens. But James Robinson being there uh, makes me a little bit nervous. So I understand going with Pickens. Uh, instead of ETN. But I think you're choosing between those three. I think you go with Jackson, and I think you decide between ETN and Pickens. And I'll lean Pickens as well. And, and, and again, I think that also depends on what he needs, right? Does he need a steady floor? If it is, go ETN. If he needs a ceiling, go Pickens, because Pickens has the big playability. However, if he's not catching those big plays and they're just peppering Deontay Johnson on the underneath routes, then you're going to want to go with ETN there. But I always look for that upside, especially what it seems like the type of team he has. He's probably looking for a big play type of player, and that'll be Pickens there for me. All right, next question from Mark Squares at Squid Thunder. Uh, I'm struggling for my options this week after uh, Samuel Stinker on Thursday. I love Samuel. He's really disappointed on dropping that touchdown, 40-yard touchdown. I almost broke my television. But we have two spots available, and I'm deciding between Jacoby Myers, Darrell Henderson, Clyde Edwards Hilaire or Isaiah McKenzie in a half point PPR. I'm going to say them again. Myers, Henderson, Clyde Edwards Hilaire or Isaiah McKenzie. Well, I'm definitely going to go Henderson here um, with him being literally the only back that I trust in LA with all the news coming out that Akers is 
basically left the team because he's throwing a tamper tantrum uh, on getting the ball more. So I'm going to go Darrell Henderson versus Carolina, which has given up the seventh most fantasy points to running backs this week. I think the Rams need to get rolling. I think the Rams have a lot that they need to get right. And I think this week is that get right week for the LA Rams. And I think that starts with the running game. Darrell Henderson is going to be all amped up. He's a true workhorse this week in LA. So give me Henderson um, with the news of Akers. And then my second choice, it's between Jacoby Myers or Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. If you need the floor, in my opinion, go Edwards-Hilaire. If you need a ceiling, go Myers. Um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has been really, really tough to trust, in my opinion, because of the touchdown dependency. Um, I like Myers' outlook. Again, don't overthink Myers. He's scored 10 or more fantasy points in every game that he's been healthy and played in. So I want to take Myers over Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Yeah, um, I, I would be deciding between Jacoby Myers and Daryl Henderson uh, out of that group. Um, it, it sounds like um, he played Samuel on Thursday, so it sounds yep. like he needs a little bit more upside. Yep. And I guess for the upside, you'd go Henderson um, over Jacoby Myers. But um, it's it's close. It's close between those two. I wouldn't I wouldn't touch Edwards Alaire because you played Samuel on Thursday night. All right. Next question is from at a underscore bad eight oh eight. He's got a bunch of questions here, but the first one is full point PPR: Tyler Lockett or DK Metcalf? That's a good question and a very good problem to have. And I may go with Lockett here. You know, I was looking at wide receiver trends against the Arizona Cardinals, and it really seems like they focus on shutting down wide receiver ones, and it kind of let the wide receivers, two go kind of wild. And, for example, I'll, I'll explain that to you. When they played the Philadelphia Eagles, A.J. Brown had six points, while Devontae Smith had 18. And then when they played the Raiders, Devontae Adams had nine, while Hollins and Renfro both combined for 11. So, I'm going to go with Lockett, who's been just as good, if not better, than than DK uh, DK Metcalf. So I'm going to go Lockett there in a uh, full point PPR. I, I'm almost curious if if there's a way where he could get both of them into that lineup right. because I like both of them in this right. matchup against the Cardinals. I know you typically don't want to play two wide receivers on the same team, um, but depending on who his other options are, their other options are, I. I I'd like to try and get them both into my lineup. Um, but if I had to choose one, oh, you know, I, I guess I would go with Lockett, like you said there, but um, I love watching DK Metcalf play football. So sometimes in fantasy, I would just want to play with a guy that I want to watch uh, on the field. Right. Um, although I think Lockett is the smarter decision for all the reasons you mentioned. And I'll get back to his questions in a second. We have another live question on the chat from Dean Clay. Start and sit, fellas. Deontay Johnson, T. Higgins, or Duvernier? I'll let you go first on this one, Steve. Deontay, Higgins, or Duvernier? Oh, man. Um, Tough. Yeah, that's that's a... Is this a, a full a, PPR is the next question. Is this a full point PPR, or is this a standard league? Because that changes my decision. Because if it's a PPR, I'll go. I guess I can go. I'm going to go Deontay here. Um, I just like his upside in PPR. I just... I think... He's still seeing over 10 targets a week. I know he's dropped a few big passes last week, one actually in the end zone. His fantasy day would have been totally different if he can just catch the ball. I get the upside in Higgins. I get the upside in Duvernier. 
Higgins was hurt all week, banged up, limited practice. I'm going to go Deontay there. I'm going Deontay in a full point PPR. Um, yeah, you know, if I knew that Higgins was like fully himself right. and, and 100%. back 100% healthy, it's a no-brainer Higgins for me. Um, if we're talking uh, Higgins is still banged up, which it appears he is, um, I, I like your call of going Johnson. Okay, it is a full PPR, full. so even more reason to go with Deontay Johnson there. Um, you, like you said, the Steelers aren't going to be able to run the ball nope. in the box at all, so they're going to have to throw the ball. Uh, I could see a lot of targets going Deontay's way. Um, if we were talking half PPR, then maybe I would uh, go with Higgins and just pray that he's healthy, um, but full PPR. I like your call of Johnson there. Yeah, and like you mentioned, it's concerning with T. Higgins, right? I can see him running three routes and then have to come out for the rest of the game, and then you're down zero points. I think with Deontay Johnson, you're going to get what you're going to get. You're going to get, at least in my opinion, nine to ten fancy points, and then if he throws in a touchdown there, bingo, bango, that's a great week. Duvernier, very touchdown dependent. I understand he is the only wide receiver outside of Andrews that is healthy for, for Baltimore this week, but I'm telling you right now, the New York football Giants defense is stingy as all you know what. They're at home, four and one. Everyone's saying they're the worst four and one team in the NFL history. Get that out of here. They're still four and one. So, um, yeah, I would go Deontay Johnson in a full point PPR. If Higgins is fully healthy and you believe he's fully healthy and your gut is telling you to play Higgins, I wouldn't be mad at that either. But my, I lean Deontay in a full point PPR. Going back to Abad's question, the second part of his question is pick two Metcalf, Lazard. Alave and Eno. Well, Alave seems to be out. I was reading last night that his concussion is not any better than it was. I think he's out. So I'm going to take him out of that question. So pick two, Metcalf, Lazard, or Eno Benjamin. What do you think, Steve? Um, so I would say that if you're looking for upside here, I would go uh, Lazard and Metcalf. Um, if you want to have a little bit of a safer floor, I would go Benjamin and probably Lazard over Metcalf um, would be my choices there. Yeah, I, I'm going to go. I'm, it's a tough call. I'm going to go Metcalf and Eno Benjamin, actually. I, Lazard is a good weekly play, but the Jets are pretty stingy in the passing game. Um, Lazard could have a great, awesome game, and he could score two touchdowns because it seems like that's where Aaron Rodgers is trying to go to in the end zone is, is Lazard. But I just like the upside of Metcalf. And again, for reasons that we mentioned earlier in the show, if you just got on the show, Eno Benjamin is the only healthy running back in Arizona, for Arizona this week going against the sixth um, worst defense in terms of points against running backs. So I'm going to go Metcalf. And I'm going to go Eno Benjamin um, for this question. Last question coming from of uh, Bad Eight Hundred Eight. Uh, Eno, pick two. Eno Benjamin, Jeff Wilson, or Kenneth Walker. Pick two. Eno, Jeff Wilson, or Kenneth Walker. Yeah, so um, Devlin Owen Walker is one of my plays there, and then I'm I'm deciding between Jeff Wilson here and Eno Benjamin. Uh, if we knew that Terion, uh, if we knew the role that Terion Davis Price would mm -hmm. play. Um, in this game today for the Niners, then I would have a lot more confidence in picking Wilson if it was not that big of a role. But I, I'm a little bit nervous about Terion Davis Price. I'll still go with Jeff Wilson just because of the 49ers, um, uh, you know, their whole yeah. philosophy on running run, the run, football, run, run. 
run, run. Yeah, exactly. So uh, you got Jimmy Garoppolo throwing balls. They're going to continue to run the ball. That's that's their MO. So I go Wilson. Uh, but I would – I'm not as confident about Wilson this week because of Der- Tyrion Davis-Price getting back into the lineup. Yeah, and that's a good point too. But I'm actually going to flip Eno and Walker. This is, goes back to what we talked about. You know, the first question that we had was between these two guys. Again, I just like – that Eno is going against the six worst run defense against running backs in fantasy football. Um, I understand he only had eight carries last week, but he, everyone's hurt and he's going to get the ball. Um, and he's probably going to, I mean, if they get the ball, what inside the five and he, he's going to be the running back in to score the touchdown. So there's tons of upside there too. Now, don't get me wrong. Okay. We mentioned this earlier. Kenneth Walker is a fantastic player to have on your team. And if you start him over, you know, Benjamin, that's great. And I think they got very similar outputs this week but I just like the upside that Eno brings against a very terrible run defense in Seattle. And then Jeff Wilson, I agree with you. What kind of role is price going to play? I just, I'm not going to overthink this one, right? I'm not going to, I'm not going to take my feelings for price and think that, you know, he deserves a shot, but Jeff Wilson has been running the hell out of the ball. Um, That's exactly what they want to do is run, run, run. So I'm going to go Jeff Wilson and Eno Benjamin there. But Wilson's upside will be lower than what we've seen in recent weeks because when, Price was healthy before he suffered the ankle injury. Um, it seemed like Shanahan wanted to split the work between the backs. Didn't think that Jeff Wilson was a full worker, which Wilson, for his right, has proven to be in recent weeks. So perhaps they continue to feed him the ball and, and Price doesn't take as big of a role. I just don't think his upside is as great as we've seen in the past couple of weeks. I agree there. All right, next question. We got two more questions to go. If you have any more questions, actually, sorry, we have three more questions to go. Please make sure you're asking on the chat because as soon as I get through this, we're going to log off because I got to answer all the other Twitter questions that I got uh, just recently. But the next question is from Charles Lewis. Uh, start one Miles Sanders or Amari Cooper at a half point PPR? Miles Sanders or Amari Cooper? Uh, I'll go here. I'm going to give, give me Cooper at home. Uh, Belichick is obviously known to do one thing on defense, and that is take away what the team does best. So I think they're going to focus on stopping the run against the Cleveland Browns, which then opens up the passing game a little bit more for Cooper. Now, a little fun fact, too, for you guys. Amari Cooper at home on home games has scored over 20 fantasy points per game at home, and that's in three-game sample size. So 20-plus points at home in three games. On the road, he scored under five fantasy points in two games on the road. Now, that may not mean anything to you know a lot of people, but for me, it just tells me that Jacoby Brissett is a lot more comfortable at home, and he's going to go to his big target receiver. I do like Amari Cooper in this spot over Miles Sanders against a very good Dallas Cowboys defense. Yeah, let's get Amari Cooper a better pillow to sleep on on the road, huh? Uh. <laughs> that could be it. Get him one of those tempur mattresses. He'll be all right. Yeah, I mean Cooper is like the the poster boy for boom bust option, yeah. um, and he is playing at home, so I don't mind it. I I think uh, if you want a safer floor, I would go with Sanders, uh, but if you want the higher upside, I'd go Cooper for sure. Um, out of those two. All right, uh, we have a question. Another question. Second question from Dean. He say it says, "How confident are you guys in Melvin Gordon and C.D. Lamb?" playing don't really have anyone else i can play other than higgins and duvenier i can drop renfro if one doesn't play and he could pick up let's just say a gallop i'm confident i'm pretty confident cd lamb is playing this week um 
Melvin Gordon, I haven't heard much about Melvin Gordon. Steve, have you in terms of his? Yeah, I, I, I would guess that Melvin Gordon right. is going to play. Um, that's what I have been seeing. I, I think he got limited practices all week. Um, so I, I think Melvin Gordon toughs it out and and suits up for uh, for another primetime matchup. Oh, from gosh. Russell How about Wilson getting a good pillow? I need a good pillow to watch that game. <laughs> <laughs> I, the, I think the, the issue with Melvin Gordon isn't if he's going to play and be active. Is this if he can hold off Boone, right? Mike Boone seems to be the more explosive, hungry running back. Melvin Gordon continues to have fumbling issues. And if that happens again early in this game, do not be surprised if they bench Melvin Gordon in, in terms of his fumbling issues for Boone. I think that's a question that you need to ask yourself is how much run is Melvin Gordon going to get? So I would, yeah. if, you, if you're banking on them, play them because I think they're going to be active. Yeah, and, and if we're looking at uh, C.D. Lamb, what do we think about his outlook today going up against a really difficult Eagles defense? Uh, yeah, I, it, that's a great question. I'd be a little bit nervous to, I mean, how can you sit CD lamb after what he's done over the last few weeks? Yeah. You can't really, but if you're deciding between CD lamb and Melvin Gordon, even though Mike Boone is there and it's definitely going to be a, at least close to a 50, 50 workload. I'm very nervous about lamb going up against the Eagles. Yeah. I'm certainly nervous too, but I'm playing him. I got him. I can't bench him. Yep. I get what you're saying that I am nervous, but. If the Eagles have potential to put up a lot of points in this game, right? I understand Dallas defense is very good. I get it all, but Dallas could be trailing here, and I think they could be passing a little bit more than they want to be with their backup quarterback in. Does am I nervous? Absolutely, but I'm not benching. I'm not benching CD CD Lamb. And then on the other flip side, I'm not dropping Hunter Renfro for anything right now. Um, Devontae Adams could have a suspension hanging over his head after the push of the, the cameraman, which I think is absolutely bogus, but that's just my opinion on the whole thing. Get out of the guy's face. Just lost a, a hard-fought football game. Don't get me started even more on that, but I would not want to drop Renfro this week for sure with a potential um, of a huge week coming up if Devontae Adams has to sit due to suspension. Yeah, plus you got Darren Waller who's banged up uh, in Las yep. Vegas, and he's kind of been a non-factor um this season so hunter renfro you know last season he came on really strong uh late in the year um unfortunately it looks like on the flip side of your giants being four and one you know the raiders might be the best one and four team we've seen in a long time um and i'd really rather be in the giant shoes of being oh, yeah. four and one than than one and four with uh with the big offseason acquisition of Devonte. but don't get me started there <laughs> all right next question is from jay stam 32 my buddy jason um Tyler Algier or Chase Edmonds, the entire Saints receiving room being hurt is absolutely killing me. Jason, I'm sorry to hear that you're going through this, and uh, this is a brutal situation to be in. Um, Tyler uh, Algier has a brutal matchup. It's absolutely terrible. Um, la, la, la. I'm going to go with Algier based on volume alone. I don't know how much run Edmonds is going to get this week in Miami. It's always a toss-up in Miami. I guess I'm going to go with give me the guy that's going to get some carries against a tough, tough opponent on defense. Just give me Algier, I guess, in this situation. I'm not happy either way. Yeah, it's a really, really tough decision there. Uh, I mean, uh, the Falcons, their offense has been better than we've expected uh, so far this season. So I guess give me Algier since he's the lead back, but um, I'm not happy with either of them. And I might even consider looking at the waiver wire to see if uh, – you can find somebody with a little bit more juice out there. 
Yeah. And uh, OG Serial Killer, he's asking if we're going to be talking at all about D DFS. And uh, we are, uh, we, that's not my wheelhouse. Um, I, I, if you have a question of two guys that you're thinking about playing in DFS or three or four, whatever it is, just shoot it out there and we'll answer that. But I'm not a guy in terms of salaries and, and who to play and play and not play. It's just not my wheelhouse. And I don't yeah, and if you could give the salary range with your options, that way we can see it because we don't have it in front of us there. But we'd be happy to answer your question if you want to yeah. drop players and salaries in there. Now, that will be back next week. Our, our guy Fiddle is our DFS and our wager guy. That will be back next week, just not really on this show because those that's not our wheelhouse. We don't want to give wrong advice. Um, Next question, and this is the last question I have on my list, is from E. Big Guns, and it's uh, – PPR, Eno Benjamin or Jalen Waddle in his flex? 12-man PPR, Eno Benjamin or Jalen Waddle in the flex? Steve, what you got? Um, I'd go Jalen Waddle. Uh, I'd Ooh. play Jalen Waddle over Eno. Um, I get that Eno has a safer you know, workload uh, as the number one runner in uh, Arizona, and we already talked extensively about how they have no other options. I just don't like the Arizona Cardinals offense. I could see them putting up a stinker today. Uh, give me the Dolphins against the Vikings uh, over the Cardinals. Um, yeah. yeah, and and I did some, I did a little bit of research on this one because I got like this was asked earlier this morning, and I want to lean Eno Benjamin, but I'm not. I'm going to go Jalen Waddle here, and I get it. Skylar Thompson is in at quarterback, but the Minnesota Vikings are terrible in terms of deep passes and i did a little bit more research and skylar thompson ranks six this preseason in deep ball completions i get it it is preseason but that just goes to tell me that he is a very accurate deep ball passer so look for jalen waddle to catch a few deep balls today um for the miami dolphins so waddle could either give you 20 plus points or under five and i think that's the issue that you're going to have if you're going to start waddle this week um over you know benjamin but i love the upside in jalen waddle i do not want to bench jalen waddle all right that's all the questions i have steve did you have any on your end or any any other any other type of fantasy questions that we can answer real fast i know this was supposed to be a shorter show and we are approaching 45 minutes yeah uh nothing nothing on my end here uh just want to remind everybody to like and subscribe to the channel below here um let's see if i can do this right um dan vesper style yeah right there <laughs> uh hit the like and subscribe button uh next week we got we'll have fiddle back so um uh og sarah killa uh you are gonna have your dfs guy back to answer any of your questions next week and we'll do some betting uh, I believe JP will be out, but it'll be me and Fiddle next week. Uh, a lot of fun. Can't wait for another week of football. Uh, we got some teams on by this week, but we should have uh, plenty of fun. Hopefully the Raiders can get the win. I, I hope so, too, for your oh, sake. No, and they can't lose. <laughs> they can't lose. Why can't they lose? Because they ain't playing. <laughs> uh, exactly. Exactly. So it's All right, guys, enjoy me. your week six. Like Steve said, make sure you like and subscribe. It really helps us out. We want to continue to do this for you guys. I have a lot of fun doing it. Make sure you're getting your questions to me on Twitter, but then tuning into the show as well um, because I want to make sure that we're answering it live because a lot of players, like we, a lot of managers like we've seen today have questions like you. Eno Benjamin was all over the board today, right? We had a million questions about Eno Benjamin. So um, make sure that you guys are logging in on here every single week. As always, it's been a pleasure. Have a great week six and best of luck. Steve, good luck to you and let's go Giants.